1: Welcome to Moralia Python Radio, with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre.
2: now
1: the, the entire way i recorded that with, today
3: what is up with the stranger things like theme song
1: that we have now
3: <laughs>
1: I, I was i was tired of our old old uh old one, so I re-recorded a new one today, but okay. uh, it's, you know, it's a work in progress. I got a couple of trippy. Movies, but
2: I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm thinking about this, like I'm like,
1: some- yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, why am I spending all this money to yeah. like, have other people's music played <laughs> on my thing? <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, If I'll only we knew a myself. musician. If, if only yeah. we knew a guy that could
2: play a guitar. Oh wait.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that, that was uh that was that was a little little taste, but I got like uh <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I threw it together pretty quick. So oh. that's that. Anyway, here we are. We almost <laughs> didn't uh, happen tonight. Um Yeah, that so, was close. <laughs> <It> was just, <laughs> <laughs>
3: there were there were twice where we were like, We're gonna have to call it. It's like, you know, that that happens rarely. But yeah. yeah.
1: So I think probably after this month going forward, I pretty much have all the equipment I need okay. to sort of do this. Um, what becomes tricky for us is that me and you are not in the same room. So I'm um, using THP setup um, and be uh, recording it into the computer. The only issue is, is that it probably won't be live, but – Maybe mm-hmm. at some point we can work YouTube into it, you know, that kind of deal. And then we could do it live. But yeah. Yeah, I think because of this – so basically everything will still be the same for us as far as blog talk because you can just upload a podcast. So I, I talked to the people at blog talk and I told them basically your sound sucks. Your system <laughs> and, sucks. We hate you. Well, <laughs> it, it doesn't sound so bad, but the problem is is the balance so like yeah. when you get excited or I get excited, it all suddenly blows, blows out people's everything. ears out, you know. Exactly,
3: and you right, I blow your ears out, you blow my ears out. We've done irreparable damage to each other's hearing. Yes, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> no wonder my guitar solo went too long.
3: Damn it! <laughs> I didn't know I was still playing. Um, <laughs> I thought <know> I finished. <laughs> Again.
1: Um, so we we
3: definitely want to change that out. Um, and get the levels correct and all that fun stuff. And there are a bunch of different ways to do that. So we'll sacrifice being live for uh having a better sound quality or something like that. So uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, also it's, gone are the days where we have to scramble to make sure we're out on a Tuesday. If we have something coming up, we can always pre record and release it on a Tuesday. Oh
2: my god. Correct.
1: <laughs> correct you are, sir. <laughs>
2: Wait a minute I just really got excited <laughs> <It's>
1: like... <laughs> These young whippersnappers Coming into the podcast realm They got it all figured out We've been doing the same stupid shit For the past what Eight years Like I uh, don't know dude. anymore
3: <laughs> What was What were the guys in Reptile and Chill They were like uh, They were like Oh where's our 25th episode I'm like that's
1: adorable <laughs> Like 25th episode <laughs> Shut up
2: <laughs> It's like
1: <laughs> Yeah 25 Yeah <laughs> That was, we were at 25 in 2012,
3: uh.
1: Uh, like, but here we 400? are. I'm like, dear God. yes, Yeah. yeah so. We're almost there. Almost at 400. What do you uh. think? We'll stop at what? Maybe eight? 800? <laughs> <laughs> at this point, at this point, oh, it's we like, do wait,
3: wait a minute. 800. <laughs> that's like, I'm trying to do math right now. It's like, that's a lot. <laughs>
1: Many years. I don't, I don't know if I could commit to that.
3: I don't, I don't know if I can commit
1: to any of that. There's this. Um, I I love you know I love podcasts right, but there's this really cool podcast called. It has nothing to do with um um, reptiles or anything, but it's called One Plus One, and basically what it is is like, they look at different successful people, mm-hmm. and they basically you know it's it's two people's chemistry working off of each other, and <laughs> what's funny is, is I'm like wow they could do that on me and Owen. But <laughs> it's it's the Beatles was the first one. So that's what got me hooked, right? So John Lennon right, yeah. and Paul McCartney. That's and they're all you like they're like uh their whole process through the years of, you know, how they became the Beatles and then eventually how they broke up. But I was right. like, Oh man, so this all ends badly? <laughs> like no matter yeah. what
2: happens, it just ends badly. <laughs> This is not a good
1: show to listen
2: to. (laughs) There's never a happy ending. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Who's going to be our Yoko Ono? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Someone's going to have to come screw us up. Anyway. (sighs) Speaking of,
3: like, the world's catching on fire. um,
1: Oh, yes. Okay.
3: I wanted to talk to you because I've been seeing a lot of stuff online today and yesterday pertaining to your favorite uh ij yes and pop one and yes it, I, i'm a little upset because uh normally when we start the show i like to throw out that uh in in the little um host queue i always don't go by my name it's always something stupid and right. today i was gonna oh, go I by saw it. Uh, you were
1: yeah i saw I was, what you yeah, were okay good
3: <laughs> i'm don't like, say he's it. not gonna he's not going to click me. Like, yeah, you know, like I'm sitting, I'm like, he's not going to click me on. He's not going to want to, he's going to be like, is that really? Um, and like, and then I'm at the and be like, dude, we just like, but then we had all those other issues that we had to deal with. So I kind of, it got lost, but, um, it all started with, uh, I have to say his name at least once. So it was okay. Ray Hoster posted okay. on the Arian Jaya Carpet, this discuss- guy is that even one of our groups? Like, did we
2: make that? Yeah, like, I don't
3: know, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's happening later. Um, but, um, he posted on that IJ should only be referred to as Morelia Harris, which is the only thing I've ever heard them referred to as. He says, and not this, and he posted up some Latin that I've never heard
1: of. Uh, that's that name that Nick put up. Um,
3: oh, oh. Yeah. Hey, What's up with that? So wait, what group is this on? It's on the arian It's on the arian J F Facebook page. Um, hmm. it's if what, I can find it, I'll. It.
1: Hoser posted it. Hoser posted it himself. Yeah. How is he in the group?
2: <laughs> who, <laughs> let not... in? <laughs> <laughs> who let him in? Who Wait a minute. <laughs>
3: Whoa, whoa! <laughs> um, it's the Arian J. Carpet Python Exchange Facebook page. Oh, that's not uh, Okay. Okay, I oh, thank God. Okay.
1: Woo! <laughs> okay. I'm
3: like, uh, Oh, Jesus. Uh, um, he said, uh, this is the post. It says, just correcting some misinformed uh, comments posted here and elsewhere, alleging to the correct name uh, for Arian J. Carpet Python as Morelia Argus um this is not yeah. the case um he said this is the cooper 1983 and blah 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 um <laughs> blah 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 <laughs> everything should be morelia harris I, hoser 2000 since confirmed in taxonomy by dna and published by hoser he refers to himself in the third person like that's That's pretty Um, weird. 2018. This taxa also occurs on Cape York, Queensland, and a large area north of the Wet Tropics.
1: I don't necessarily disagree with that, but yes.
3: Neither do I. I mean, like, but like, and this is something that goes back to when we had at uh, ICAST where 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 Nick was giving his presentation. Everybody's like, well, why don't we just not call the carpet python Merlia (laughs) parasite? Yeah. And the Knicks like, but but he's correct. <laughs> and so they're like, but we don't like him. It's like he's like that doesn't matter. He he got it right. <laughs> so right, you know, I, and, and I've never heard of this from Riley Argus or anything like that. So I have no idea what's happening. I've only ever heard them referred to as <coughs> Harris or variegata, which is what we had to tackle earlier. This. A uh, year or late last year, about the people yeah. coming out saying that everything's merely variegata. What the hell? So,
1: yeah, that I was also in the you. Parker's book. I defer well, to you. what the hell's going I, on here. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not really a taxonomist, um, right? But I think. Not really a taxonomist. No, I am not a taxonomist. Wait, let me rephrase that that statement. I am not like, a taxonomist. I do it sometimes. Like every once in a while, I like kind of like taxonomy on the side. I do it for cool stuff. But no, no, no. I can't.
3: I can't. Um, I can't pronounce words like well enough to be a taxonomist. Yeah, I know. So right? you know, I don't even try half the damn time. So, um, but
1: yes. Yeah. So I think – okay, so my interpretation of what goes on is basically Hoser sort of jumped in, and he named uh, Maria Spolota Harrisoni. Um, Right. And I think that most of the world, (laughs) besides Hoser, hated the (laughs) fact that uh, it was named – like he named it. Right. But – I think it probably whether it's a full species or I, I believe it's on its way to become a full species. I think probably now if you did, you know, some DNA uh, research and 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 took DNA, I, I think I think the fact that the stuff that's up at the top of Cape York, uh, the carpets that you would find there, is probably Identic. It's probably what you see in coastals and jungles. Like, there's like right. really no split. However, clearly right. they're split mm-hmm. now. <laughs> and yeah, they're in well, Papua New Guinea, and they're, they're saying, on their way. It's, sort of, like the yeah, it's right. sort of like the Bioc thing. Yeah, it's sort of like the biak chondro. Is that is it a full species? If it's not now, it's surely on it its way be. to become a full species. Right. Um, you know, uh, as far as this. There was a post that Nick put up a couple weeks ago, and mm. basically he was um, – I can't remember what he said in it, but that's where that uh, Morelia Argus comes from. Uh, he, he he said something about that, and I guess this is Hoser going back at him.
3: Um, well, I mean, I know that Hosier also protects the animals that he has named after himself, his dog, and his father uh, very highly um yeah
1: so yeah there was an it, in, there it, it, was an in, there was an interesting podcast with him on it and he was so i think i talked about this before mm. um and it wasn't a reptile podcast or anything but basically what it was is this guy was splitting up species of um snapping turtle right and i guess again i'm not an expert on <laughs> snapping turtles or anything like that but Mm -hmm. in a nutshell somehow they split uh, on a species level and i can't remember the gentleman's name but he was in the states he did all this work he did the research he did the dna testing all the stuff from start to finish but he never named it and hoser jumped in and he named it and that's sort of the from from listening to that podcast that's sort of like what hoser does but when you listen to it you're kind of like You could see his point of view, but you still are saying in the back of your mind, like, I hate this guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I don't don't even know why I hate this guy. It's It's just that everybody hates him. I
3: I, I do, because here's the thing. If I found that someone had done all this research and had gone through the steps of finding out that these were all different species, but had not named one of the species, why Mm -hmm. don't you name it after the guy who did the research? Like you know,
1: instead you're going to name it after yourself. Like that's kind of a dick move. It's like, well, yeah, it really is a dick move, and yeah. uh, I think that's what the guy was trying to say. However, you know, Hoser was coming back, and you know, he said he didn't finish his 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 work. Or blah blah blah, whatever. Um, and that's sort of what he does. And yeah, like they didn't. <laughs> Ultimately though the guy did end up he had another loophole mm. that he was able to name the species. Thank God. And, and then Hoser point. was all pissed off because he used the loophole. And when I was so when I finished listening to uh the whole thing it was the fact that <laughs> it was the the idea that you know Hoser used this loophole and named the 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 species, and then the guy used his loophole, and then stole it back from him. Hosier got and out. He, Hosier he got all pissed, pissed off. Pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he was all. Hosier got out. Hosier. Yeah. Yeah. I'll um,
3: have that one but, on a t-shirt. But it's it, that's annoying. I mean, dude, it's like if I if I worked alongside a scientist for like years trying to discover and name a freaking dinosaur and the dude died I'd probably name it after him I wouldn't name it after myself it's like that's the same thing how it goes it's like if I found scientific paperwork that they didn't take that final step I didn't do any of this work why the hell am I going to take credit for it
2: yeah
1: yeah, it's it, again I don't know maybe I misspoke there was the, uh yeah. there was a message there from Brian but um and I think that is the podcast that he put in the chat turtle versus snake. Okay. I think that's what it is. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good it's actually not too it's a pretty good listen because you get more of an understanding of how that stuff works but um yeah I I, the, I don't the scientists they're not disputing I I don't think anybody's disputing the fact of uh, you know uh, with with the IJ that yeah. well actually I think some people do dispute it some Somebody people do, do because... think they do think that it's just another form of variegata but then again carpet pythons in general like you know you talk to people in Australia they kind of see you know diamonds jungles coastals all, all the same <laughs> you know yeah. But we kind it, of split it, it up. It is. Taxonomy is weird, weird and
3: man. It, it sucks, and taxonomy is weird. And also, what is true this year will not be true next year. <laughs> like, it's something – there's always different stuff to be done, which is why um, things like DNA testing and stuff like that is going to be what is the be-all to end-all. But the problem is that we can't even agree how
1: – What's the divergence? Like,
3: Exactly. Like, we can't even agree on what the divergence is. So, we're going to fight about that for a while. There's always going to be room for fighting until finally right. somebody, until finally we ag- all agree on the same things, which is impossible. So, I think the other um, part of it,
1: too, I think the other part of it is, is like, it's just our way mm. of classifying that, like, the animals don't give a shit. They're not. It no. doesn't change any, anything they do because we put it like, well, you are clearly Harrisona and you are clearly variegata. <laughs> I bet you if you put the two together in the wild, they're gonna they breed. breed.
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: what does that True. mean? You know, to some Nothing. people that means that that's a you know that they're all one big happy family. To other people, they still look at it as uh you know locality difference you know it's like uh,
3: i've seen but the problem is is that certain things like i wouldn't even go by hybridization because i've seen people breed hybrids of stuff in captivity that should never have met you know not just reptiles even like mammals and stuff but like uh wom- woma ball pythons are a thing that should never be but i know for a fact womas and ball pythons can breed
1: are they called? Yeah. What are they
3: called? The walls.
1: I know a, a ball, walls.
3: A wall. Oh yeah. A walls. Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> wow. Yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> uh, wow. And I'm not talking about like the, which, you know. Can we talk about how the ball pythons are the only ones that will na- they'll they'll name a morph after a different species, and it drives me up a wall. It's like, do you have any womas? Oh, yeah, I do. They're over here. No, no, I mean like ball python womas. What? It's like, no, there's a <laughs> woma, more for uh, ball python. Why they named it that, I don't understand. But it just, anyway, sorry, a little tangent there. But um, no, no one, no, no one bring a, no, no one give me a wall photo at freaking, no. No need for such yeah, things. Anyway. You
1: do get upset at those things. <laughs> I do. <Pretty> much. <laughs> I do.
3: I do. It drives me a little bit insane. It's like, this is the, for for all we know, the next thing is going to be, this is the reticulated ball python. Why?
1: Why have you done this? Why can't you pick (laughs) another
3: name? So.
1: I think the funniest one that I've seen is a green tree and a short tail.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was the craziest (laughs) one I've
1: seen. Uh,
3: Well, um, somebody keeps posting up on the Rally Pick of the Week of a green tree breeding with an albino
0: carpet
1: I saw that did you see um uh it was on pick of the week mm. and it's almost the case for hybridization oh that white one <laughs> if you if you will <laughs> it's like the benjamin jag for real <laughs> you know yeah it's like <laughs>
2: it's what the color
1: should have been <laughs> this is what i was promised <laughs> You did not deliver Did not deliver (laughs) So Morelia Morphology uh, Posted up um, I think it's like a caramel Carpet With a I think it's a caramel carpet With a green tree But that that thing Caramel jack green
3: tree thing Yeah I mean dear god
1: That's pretty fucking cool man I mean I (laughs) would never breed that But I definitely keep that as a pet
3: well, I, you know, we know people who work with carpandros, and or I say work, but I put very big quotations because you know you just you try, and I mean, because aren't aren't some carpandros infertile?
2: Yeah, so, so uh,
1: yeah, a lot of people have issues once you start getting to that next, like carpandro males, I believe, are in, infertile. Yeah,
3: right. So I imagine that. You know, people who work with carpondras, it's a lot of just hoping and seeing what works. But, I mean, that stuff's great, but that that thing's basically a display animal, and that's it.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, if
3: it's, a, if it's a girl, maybe you can do some stuff with it. But, you know, imagine you have something that killer, and it's a male, and it can't breed.
1: You know, playing devil's advocate just for a second. Go ahead. When it comes to Go that ahead. kind of stuff. Yes. I I'm not a huge fan of that of that kind of stuff. However.
3: Right, right.
1: Don't we do that with dogs already?
3: I'm staring at my I mean, dog. And if you want if you think <laughs> that he is an intelligent design.
1: I mean, do, <laughs> I mean, don't we don't we like breed uh, you know, for certain, you know, basically we breed for a look when it comes yeah. to dogs and yeah. you're not i mean there are some people that follow like you know AKC regulation and you know mm-hmm. full full breeds but then you have mutts and some True. mutts are you know I, so i i don't I, I don't know what it is about like why is, again it comes back to human nature and it's sort of the mm-hmm. same thing with taxonomy why is it okay for one type of pet but it's not for another and i before everybody starts yeah. saying you know the disasters that can happen and you're gonna lose it i, I get I refer all you to of the that.
3: i refer you to the english bulldog and, and we'll see what Correct. the disasters of come with the breeding it can't breathe it can't give birth on its own you know that's it can't a full get i know yes you see what yes, i'm saying it is a yeah, it's a wreck. But the nuts are usually
1: but... the healthiest of all. Exactly, the moths <laughs> are the ones
3: who don't have answers, who who yeah, can breathe exactly. right. Like, I know, I get it, I get it, I understand. <laughs>
2: I don't know? necessarily
1: <laughs> buy into the idea that if if people if people did these hybrids, that somehow purebred species of any type would disappear. Oh.
3: I disagree with oh, that. Bra- oh, Brandon, why? Why have you done this to us? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what is it? Oh, uh, did, did you see the picture in the chat? It's an albino Burmese python breeding to a scrub.
1: I, I, Why? <laughs> oh, my God. Chris, oh, Chris God. and Dave just punched a wall. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> what Jesus. the hell would you call that? I don't uh, know. <laughs> That's uh, actually
3: just what I want the name to be. A scum? I don't it's know. It's a scum. <laughs> It's oh, a scrum. <laughs> scrum.
1: It's a scrum Python. You scrum. mean scrum? No, scrum. Nope,
3: it's a scrum. That's great.
1: I kind of want to make one now. <laughs> just corner <quarter> the name. <laughs> yeah, just so you can be at uh, Tinley Park, like, uh, you can be like, Yo yeah, Go I got the, the hottest morph around. <laughs> scrum Python. Scrum. This
3: is a this, uh, this is a scrum barnacket. Um, labyrinth green why yeah
1: i mean some of them really look cool you know and they then there's do. other ones and that you look at it and you're just like why that just why it doesn't it, it, look- all
3: right, well, well let's think about it let's think about the really crappy ones obviously i hate the wall because it just looks
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah
3: fucked up I have, um, to,
1: I have i have to google a wall please it's so horrible
3: <laughs> um um and then but then you go to things like, you know, you've seen rhinos crossed with um Daboon Vipers.
1: Oh dude, I one upped it. It's yes. a pastel wall.
2: Oh god.
1: <laughs> you took the worst, oh, the worst oh, ball sweet. python morph. You bred it with Oh God.
3: <laughs> well see. did you see somebody bred somebody bred a spider to a jag?
1: Okay. Yeah, and the, the results next, were as just, we would expect. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I can imagine nothing was
3: good. Nothing was right. good. It was very bad. Um, right. Apparently, there was narrow everywhere, and uh, there was a, and, and nothing was working. So yeah, it's a very bad thing to do. Um, which um, I was watching. Uh, Brian Barczyk did had a video blog out today where he went up to Nerd.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What?
3: Yes, I. Oh, all right. Um, I'll try again. Um, I was watching today, and Brian Barczyk had a video thing where he went up to
1: Nerd. Oh, my gosh. Wait. You're watching Brian Barczyk? That's crazy to me. What it, it, it's What is going on focus. in the world? Focus.
2: Focus.
3: Okay? <laughs>
1: I listen, can't
2: get past that No.
3: Listen to what I'm saying and not who's saying it. Okay? <laughs> okay. Just all right, focus. Fair enough. Go ahead. Proceed. All right. And they were showing off the JAG reticulated python. And... It actually has, they actually said that some babies are born with a wobble, like a spider. So now I'm thinking, do we have the same thing that we've seen in ball python and carpet python now emerging in reticulated python? Yes. Now, if I breed a jaguar carpet python to a jaguar reticulated python, would I get horrible twitchy babies?
1: I would bet my next five paychecks on it. Me too. So
3: (laughs) there we go.
1: Yeah. Wow.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, so, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it, but. Oh God, there's the no. burn
3: ball. Oh God, they're all horrible. Oh God. <laughs> but I, I could see that as somebody who might be interested, is just a really cool looking pet getting if that appeals to them, not worrying about a breeding project and just keeping one like same thing with like a Borneo bat eater.
1: Yeah. I think that's where the reptile hobby sort of misses the mark especially with when it comes to snakes, like Mm. we don't really promote pet keeping. We promote breeding, right? You know, like everything's about breeding and don't get me wrong. I mean, that's the awesome part of it. But like, I think like, I think like, for instance, if you look at our podcast, our podcast is, is geared towards breeders. Um, You could probably listen to it and still keep and not breed. But I think, mm-hmm. like for the most part, we're like, you know, talking to the people that do this either a for a living, or they have it as a business, or it's sort of a side hobby that pays for itself, that type of thing. Right. Um, but most I think, the people I think, we think talk especially to have with
3: more than like two snakes, I mean, yeah. they, we're 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 above that, yeah.
1: Right. And I I yeah. I, I just think sometimes, like especially with Morelia, I mean, like mm-hmm. say what you will about. GTPs but you know it's like I don't know as long as you don't breed them and you you get the thing dialed in right it's pretty much foolproof right you know Um, carpets are pretty much foolproof so like they make such nice display animals and you know like some some snakes they don't really make nice display animals they don't do a whole lot Um, Mm -hmm. and they could be considered boring you know Mm -hmm. um, as a pet you know right but
3: I don't know. Well, and that's the kind of thing where it's like, it's almost like it's pretty, everybody kind of bitches when the prices kind of drop down on certain morphs. But, you know, now, you know, people can get really, really, really good looking ball python morphs as pets. They're like in that pet price range, albinos, pides, a bunch of other stuff. that Like now they can have a really cool looking snake. You know, where with carpets, the only thing that we drop the pet prices are our normal males, you know, it's like, right, <laughs> yeah, or our fugly jungles. So it it eventually will get to that way where, you know, and some people who want to have a really good looking pet will pay a good amount of money. You know, some of those carpandros would look really appealing. And if you set them up in some kind of really cool digs and you can have them in a living room or some setup. So, you know, I do think that there is a market for just I want to say just designer
1: snakes yeah but here you know and for me I Mm. guess why I'm not attracted to that like the extreme is just that I I can find the beauty in the plane you know I mean most of the snakes I like are like Applause, 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 applause.
3: Yeah. It was <laughs> heartfelt and it was gorgeous. But um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I, yeah, I, I mean, I can just, to me, I mean, if you look at like the majority of my collection of snakes, a lot of them are earth tone type of snakes. You know, you look at <laughs> Coastals, you look at IJs, they're earth tone. Papawans, you know. Or we'll get into that or, in a minute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, they're Papajaya's. Papajayas. Oh, about, they're man, yeah, they're Papajayas. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Papajayas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what we're doing right. now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we changed the name yet again.
3: Yet we're again. We're just going to keep we'll
1: changing it, it tomorrow. till I piss off every single person in the world. And, you <laughs> know, it's like, <laughs> just like, oh, we don't call them West Poplins anymore. We call them Papajayas. I don't like, care. Hey, I don't wait, care. <laughs> I refuse to call them Papajayas. They're not called Papajayas anymore. What are you talking I about? kind like Pop Papa Lines John's and here. rolls off the top.
2: Like yeah. Papa John. You're just thinking of right
1: pizza, man. <laughs> I am.
3: <laughs>
1: Ooh, Papa John's. Ooh. I want yeah. pizza. <laughs>
2: so
3: <it's>, yeah. Uh, <sighs> <sighs> but no, that, that's fine. Like, it doesn't matter. And, you know, the thing is just that IJ I, 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 I versus uh, calling something IJ like versus Papa is not really big of a thing to me. You know, if you call it an Aaron J or whatever, if you call it a pop and whatever, I know what you're talking about. That's really not on the radar of things that you need to get right, in my opinion.
1: When it's people similar call, to like – go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's similar to like, you know, if you're in Australia, you call yeah. an inland carpet a a Murray Darling.
3: Exactly. It's just another you know name I mean? for the same damn thing. No, yeah.
1: nobody's like,
2: oh, my God, you oh call it an MD? Jesus Christ, you
1: monsters! <laughs> but here, here it's, in the U.S., man, people's head would roll if you say, you know, exactly. Just, I don't know. It's freaking silly. But man. no. But here's the thing: it, it, that's not very important. But
3: when I look at a, a, a tank of pop pythons and people are calling them olive pythons, it's like that one. You should really just adopt the pop thing because it's a completely that hurts my different heart. animal. It's a completely yeah. different animal than what people now expect for olive pythons. So just just change I don't, that if you want to call an ij an ij do it we all know what you're talking about it's okay so yeah
1: yeah it's almost like it's it's if you were to make it easier for everybody we probably would mm. stick with ijs because yes. people just know them from the 90s as ijs right is that you know but then it's sort of like the it's sort of like the argument for incomplete dominance You know, well, just because we made, we called it co dominant for the past 20 years. No, no,
3: no, because, no, that's different because
1: it's factually wrong. It's like, we know it's wrong. I know, but here's the thing so is calling them IJs because they're really not from, they're from West Papua. They're not from Miriam Jaya. Well, now you're hurting me. (laughs) What to do now? (laughs) Some people will disagree with that, but. You yeah. know that's that's sort of the argument. It's like, do you call it what it was, even though it's not factually correct, or do you change it? And then you're the uptight guy that's like, ooh, everything has to be perfect, and you know, yeah, it's like, <laughs> 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 Oh yes, I do not deal with RJs anymore. Only West uh, and, <laughs>
3: Eric drinks his beer with his pinky raised in the air. Right. But I have a like monocle.
1: You know, when I'm selling IJs at the table, have a monocle and um, a top hat, going the. Uh, if you think you know.
3: if you think at the next Tinley Park that you and I vend, <laughs> that I will not get Friggle you a monocle, <laughs> you sir do not know who I am. Yes,
2: so,
1: clearly, clearly I am really, not. Uh, clearly, you have underestimated me. So, well, clearly I'm throwing that out there because you think it would be pretty funny to see me in a top hat and a I'm monocle. Do a carpet fest. I'm gonna get a
3: top hat and a
2: monocle. You,
1: you get me? A cane. You're going wear it the whole time? I'll be Mr. Yeah. Peanut. You'll be
3: the Monopoly guy or Mr. Peanut. Both work. I'm all right yeah. with it. All right, Mr. So I Peanut. Find, I know you I'm, too tall. Well, <laughs> actually, um, do you remember exact Do you remember the um, the shirts I was talking about that I we're gonna put in the auction for Carpetfest? Fest? They arrived today. Mm. they look awesome. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, might, uh,
1: I might keep one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we could raise ten grand? <laughs> no, oh, hell no.
3: <laughs> Damn it! Well, I don't know. It all depends Southeast. on if there's a really seri- if there's a really serious condor breeder there. Like maybe I can get Buddy Bashammy to give up a lot for these, but you know, not not ten grand. He's not crazy or brain damaged, but you know. Right. Maybe Bill, hmm. Bill, if we if we dare Bill, you know maybe.
1: He's on fixed income now, man. He's retired. Oh, that's right, he he's retired. He, yeah.
3: he ain't giving up none of that cash. You can't do. Yeah, he's never gonna buy snakes from you again. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <sighs> anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs> moving on.
3: Moving Uh, on, but that's just that it, it, whatever you want to call them, it's whatever. But I do think that eventually we will fall into the what is correct. So eventually people will start calling them Papuans or or West Papuan carpets or Papuan carpets, and IJ will eventually get left behind. There will still be a pocket of people that will refer to them as RNG or IJ, and then. You know, it, it'll eventually be one of those things where people will just know that those two are that that's what that equals and that'll be it. Or yeah, the pop the pop one thing is a fad and we'll eventually beat down all the people who just have to be correct and we'll just <laughs>
1: silently yeah. go back to Ari and J and it'll be just the <laughs> one thing that happened. So yeah. We'll wait till the, we'll till they all disappear from the hobby. Then we'll go back to exactly. IJ. Exactly. <laughs> then we go back to IJ.
3: All
1: right, guys, they're <laughs> gone. They're gone.
3: Now back <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't care. To me, it doesn't matter. I, I really, to me, it's just, it's just a silly argument for a snake in a box. You know, it's Thank just, you. it's just a snake in a box, man. And, gotta, yet,
3: and yet, we're we're talking like about. We are never
1: re-releasing these back into the wild. Never it's going, going to happening. go
3: back. But then we're talking about these things, like, you know, we're talking about how this is a fixed thing and this is something that needs to be correct. But then we were just talking about hybrids and how most of this reptalk community just. T- Turns their stomach at stuff. When again, it's just a damn snake in a box. None yeah. of these things are going back to the wild. If if you think that you need to keep these things pure for the potential to release them back into the wilds of Australia, I hate to break it to you, your animal will never be involved with any animal that will be released back to Australia. They have shit for that in Australia. You know, it's right. It, no, yeah. It, it Also, what? any any kind of zoo that is working with re release programs, they have to stick to like have strict SSPs and all this other kind of stuff for those kind of things and those projects. They have to be working with other people who are over there in the natural habitat working on these projects. It's like no, your your animal will not be involved in this crap. So you mean
1: like Chris Salemi isn't just putting two tigers together and letting them out in the Bronx? He well, I mean,
3: like... I don't. I, every time I watch that show and I see him on there, and I'm like, "There's Chris ruining my Sunday." Like, you know, it's like I'm trying to watch the show, and then Damn there it. he is, and I see him, and it just ruins everything because all I can think about is how there's Bigfoot stickers on my incubator downstairs, and it's him.
2: <laughs> I almost I know, turn off the show and do
3: disgust. Oh, I did that because I wasn't uh, putting them all, so you know, and, uh, rage.
1: Uh, <laughs> See had uh, already, <laughs> oh, see, we brought up the big guy's name, and all of a sudden, not Chris, Bigfoot <laughs> no
2: <laughs>
1: oh, uh. yeah, I don't know, man I, I me personally, I look at it this way.
0: I do mm. like
1: like the bloodlines, I do like the stuff that's pure, um, and I do like the idea of of keeping that so that at a later date if there is somebody that wanted something like a coastal carpet python that they could get a coastal carpet python that is from you know specific lineages and all that kind right. of stuff or whatever it, kind of carpet python you know No you're um, exactly
3: correct. We need to stop thinking about it from that way and you start thinking about it of like all of US culture is almost like a zoo and if we don't keep some things in u.s herpticulture or some things pure in u.s herpticulture, eventually we will lose them and that's a shame because for the people who might be interested in those things later on so that's why we had that whole talk about different morelia lines that are gone now and that sucks because right. it would be really cool to work with that kind of stuff and it really sure. cool to work with it as from a pure standpoint take something pure and then do whatever the hell you want with it, but always make sure there's a pure thing to go back to. So, and and how many times do we talk about other Python species that were here and then are not anymore?
1: Yeah. But you know, I'm slowly coming to the realization of why that is. Yeah. Some pythons suck. (laughs) That's just it. Some pythons suck. I I mean, it wasn't (laughs) because I, 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 I think it, I think the morph thing is part of it, but I really think that like, you know, there's some species out there that uh-huh. are not worked with because they mm-hmm. suck. <laughs> I mean, they just do. Right,
3: suck how? <laughs> are well, we talking like, like they don't feed, they don't breed, they don't...
1: Um... Well, no, who cares about breeding, not even talking about breeding. I'm just talking about right. the overall keeping of them or like He's just they're, they 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 I mean come on man like, you think of like you know feeding <laughs> pygmy pythons like the, you oh know no what no you that, mean? No. Like, no they're beautiful <laughs> i love them yeah but i bet you yeah i bet you if you breed them and you have these tiny little babies that are smaller than corn snakes and you have to feed them a pinky tail they probably suck you know what i mean yeah. like not a lot yeah. of people you have to be really really passionate about that it. yeah in order to, you know, wanna wanna keep it going. Um I don't know. Let's think of another one that sucks. What's another species of python oh, that oh,
3: sucks? Pygmy pythons. They, they definitely suck. Um
1: But like you take like okay, so let's say you take something like uh you know white lip pythons. They don't max, yes. they don't they don't suck. Like mm. when I say when I'm saying suck, I don't mean like the species sucks or they're ugly right. or anything like that. What I mean right. is like keeping them and breeding them in captivity, there's easy snakes and then there's hard yeah, snakes. And then there's difficult snakes. There's, there's, e- there's easy, intermediate, and difficult
3: snakes to breed.
1: And it's it's almost like I think that people have this idea that like – you can't, and I, I'm uh, well. Let me. I'm not even going to talk for people. I'll, I'll talk for myself. Good. You know, it's like I, I breed carpet pythons, and like that's I've not good that. enough. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like because somebody will say, oh, well, it's you could put them two together and they'll breed. And like, not necessarily. That's like, no, not yeah. true. Like guess you know, what? Yes, this season yes. it's not happening.
3: It's not so. true. <laughs> like yes, yes you're correct. I can put males and females, and sometimes they will accidentally breed. But you know what? The same male and female together next year will be like, I don't like this guy. Like no, it's not as easy. You know?
1: Yeah. yeah no. And
3: sometimes I, that's not true.
1: <laughs> and I wonder sometimes if it's just my perception of. Snakes I deal with because, you know, mm-hmm. I am so drawn to carpet pythons because I just love them. Like right. I just, to me, they're like the perfect snake, you know. And I don't think anybody is surprised at that statement. But like, I can't just, find just like a no matter. Radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like it's no matter <laughs> what I, I've tried all the shoes on and only you one have. fit. You know what I mean? It's like I've tried. I've worked with that. I I, I mean like let yeah, I was,
3: let's go through. You had you've had Max you've had white lips I have Mac you've still. Had you have max though you have max still yes. okay you have max cuz they're pe- like carpets
1: <laughs> exactly um
3: you've had so they fit in the box had, exactly basically if something can fit in the carpet python peg you're cool with it so yeah. max womas um scrubs olive uh, olive pretty much scrubs. anything from australia you know yes. you're good with um yes. but then i mean like you've tried short tails you tried uh you tried Team you tried retics, you've tried, Retix, you've tried uh, did you have Boas at one point? Why do I want to say I you had did. Boas? I oh did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Um, but you've also had Berms, you've also had retics. you've also had, you know, you have Ring Pythons. Um,
1: yeah, those you, seem to had, be, okay, which is weird for me. Yeah. So, yeah that I've is had, weird. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I think there's, right. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can go through the
3: Your list. Your and Pythons fit in that peg, too. Which is weird. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I've, I have Angolans. I had African. Right. I still have African rocks. So, and I have ball pythons. So there's Africa. <laughs> then <Yeah>. there's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go Indonesia. So hey, I've worked with Borneos. I've worked with Bloods. I've worked with yep. Sumatran short tails. Yep. I've worked with the orange hedge Sumatrans. You right. know, short tails. I love them. I was talking to they Matt earlier about this, but they just don't <laughs> fit into my room. Like, they, they can't don't, they withstand don't love you. They those just kind of don't. temperatures. You, yeah. you and I both they can't
3: don't. do short tails. <laughs> no. We we hurt, we break them. It's like, no, it's not good. Just give them the mat.
1: No. <laughs> so. yeah. I can go and look at mats and be oohed and ahed at the most beautiful short tails. Probably in the US and that's good. And then enough you leave. And then you, you don't leave have and have to keep everything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh let's see. So I've I've done all the short tails. I've kept them all. Right. Um uh, I've done Malucan scrubs. I've done Northern Barnecks. I still have Southern Barnecks because they seem to fit in that box. That's um, and ultra, they're close yeah. it. Yeah. And I've done the Highlands, I still have some of those. I've done Malucans. Mm-hmm. I've done Tannin bars. Um Halmaheras, so pretty much the, mm-hmm. scub, the scrub complex. I've done. Um, yeah. Let's see. As far as liasis, I've kept savus, yep. olives. Uh, the only ones I haven't really kept is duns. I still have water pythons. You and, and me both,
2: brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So there's that. Um, Retics. Uh, I still have those two females from Garrett, but right. I wouldn't. I would not. I, you know, beautiful snakes. One of the most beautiful ones, um, in the uh, just the natural, you know, color and pattern and everything. Beautiful, but yeah. it's just not, just not in my wheelhouse, so to speak. Right. Like I, I just wouldn't see myself breeding those. But um, you've
3: also done, you've done things that you've also done things that you want to get back into, like blackheads, are on your list of stuff yes. you want to get plugged back into. You know, yeah. you did Aspidites of blackheads and womas, and you still got your womas, which you know oh, yeah. I'm just really jealous of your womas. I keep looking at yeah. mine, and I'm like, "You're not as pretty as Eric's, but you're breeding." So <laughs> right. oh, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> um,
2: right.
3: But it's it just like, and also you've done all the you had the you have a bunch of pygmy python stuff for a while too. I mean, you
1: pretty yeah, much have pygmy. tried on
3: every single one,
1: python two. Oh
3: yeah, well I mean
1: Bowens and Duns. That's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> love for hybrids.
3: <laughs> uh, he did. We're all right. So Riley's here now. So we have to pretty much just start restart the show over. So welcome to Morelia Python Radio. Right, Riley. Blah blah blah. Thank you hybrid. for coming in late. <laughs> you know, show yeah. starts at nine. Thank you. Yeah. God. <laughs>
1: so. Um, so yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like and. In, in, um, two jobs. Wow. <laughs> Good for you, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that thing, like, I, I've just come to the realization over the years that, like, there's certain species that that there's a reason why they're not really, you know, bred as much. And again, yeah, I'm not I'm, saying that the morph thing doesn't have anything to do with it. It does, you know. But, like, it just seems like, to me, it's more... Again, like I, I think I was starting to say this, but like, you know, I breed carpet pythons. I love breeding carpet pythons. And that's good enough for me. I don't need a freaking mm-hmm. badge to say, Oh, I bred, you know, this species. Because there's guys <laughs> out there that, that are passionate about like if you look at Keith, like I mean, he's gotta be one of the most passionate Bullins keepers that there is. You know, and and eventually one day he will breed them. You know, look at Matt. He loves short tails. That's his thing. Like, he will, yeah. you know, he dabbles in other species and stuff. But, like, I bet you if you told him you can only keep one, what do you think he's going to he, pick? You know what I'm obviously saying?
3: Obviously, the, the short tails. <laughs> I mean, duh. Right. But, right. you know.
1: Because it, that's it, his. where his, you know, and it, it's good to sort of, like, branch out of that and whatnot. But I think ultimately... If I had a freaking ranch, well, maybe it would mm. and a staff, maybe it would be easy to keep, <laughs> you know, all these different climate controlled places. But that's not happening unless I win the lottery. So I kind of have to be realistic. You mean,
3: is this your, you're telling me right now that you weren't the guy that stepped forward, winning like the one something like one point eight billion dollars or something yesterday?
1: No, that's not me. Damn it. Sadly. All right,
3: so that's it's not me or you, so that's two people that I know, you know of that didn't
1: get if, it. If no. I won $1. <laughs> $1. $1.8 billion, we would be doing this for our job.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this would be our new job.
1: I'd be like, it's to NPR. Quit. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: What is your dad paying you? All right. Mm. Double it.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'd right. make you we don't make any money to doing this.
1: It exactly.
3: <laughs> that's the problem. Doesn't matter how much you need for your life. I, all right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple
1: million will do you. <laughs> it
3: would. It would definitely. Yes, sir.
1: But yeah. um,
3: the, I mean, that's the idea. Is that unfortunately, it all comes down to how much space do you got? I mean, and what's your focus? Because, like right now, and I talked about this a few times with you. Is I have the dilemma of, I have, all these cool little side projects that I'm doing. And now they're cutting into space for carpet pythons. And right. so what do you do? I now, exactly. What do you do? What do you do? Obviously, first thing you do is you trim the fat. You know, I have some fuggly jungles bye. but I only have about like two fugly jungles. So that only really helps a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then, then it's the idea of also trimming down certain projects that necessarily aren't working for me. And we talked about how I have an albino project that doesn't really do anything. I mean, my albino male only eats frozen-thawed large mice if they're laid like pointing north, and that they're super hot. <laughs> and I leave him like I put him down, and I close the drawer, and then I run from the room. Then maybe he'll eat it. And then right. I have an albino jaguar, and then I have an uh, al ocelot head albino, and I, a citrus tiger head albino. All girls, and it's right. like so I'm going to raise up these three females to go with this idiot. Like, you know, it's really not, <laughs> I don't ever expect him to be the best kind of thing here. And, you know, as far as albinos go, you know, breeding those and getting albino jags and stuff like that. It's already been done. It's already there. What am I doing? I'm just going to get a clutch or two and call it a day. So do right. I, should I trim down that project? You know, possibly. Um, I want to focus more on my coastal stuff. So, but then there's the problem of I have adult olives, Timors, white lips, um, big animals. So yeah. now it's looking more along the lines of, do I turn my office into a second snake room for those big animals that are non carpet pythons?
1: Yeah, I would, but that's me.
3: I mean, <laughs> of course that's you. I mean, no, Riley, no one asked you. So, you know, it's like everybody's like, yeah, do that. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. It's like Problem solved. Just open Riley. another snake room. It's like, you know, right. all right, yeah. So that's probably what I'm going to do because if I get a couple stacks of six-foot cages, I can probably put them all up there easily and then we'll be done. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to uh, – Matt stopped by today, and I was yep. telling him about – I don't think it will be ready for Carpet Fest, but the transition from going to racks to caging, you know, mm-hmm. that's a gradual process for sure because it's going to be super expensive. So, yeah. you know, <clears throat> it's yeah, like was, one of those things.
3: I was looking up six-foot cages, like the, the, the stack that I want. Like uh, I went through all the different caging supply companies. It's It's about yeah. – three, four grand for, yep. like, six of them. I'm like, damn it. So uh,
1: Yeah, and then, and then you're almost tempted, like, I've been tempted a couple times to just build them myself. I'm, I'm oh, no, it
3: it's so horrible. <laughs>
2: it's, yeah, yeah, but, my... like,
1: I, I, I wouldn't make it out of PVC, but, like, if I did it, at, you know, but then you're like, well, what are you going to make it out of? Oh, I guess I'm yeah, going to make P- it out of PVC wood, melamine. The best.
3: PVC is the best stuff. But I don't have, like, if you have a full working shop or you have, like, one of those invert table saws or, like, that they have at Lowe's or shit, you could easily get it done. I don't have those things. So if if I knew somebody who had, like, a full working thing, it would be great because um, I – let me put it this way. If I can somehow convince Keith McPeak – that if I drop off the stuff at his house, can he build them for me? Because we've seen him build a ton of stuff, like great cabinets and other stuff like that. Like you know, right. I would love to do that. Um, right. I, I would say that I built two six foot cages uh, for my olive pythons out of uh, black PVC, um, and uh, it it wasn't necessarily difficult because I did have a circular saw, I mean, but the problem is that you don't have the professional uh, corners, edges. Um, it's not completely lined up correctly. You have to do a lot of sanding and hiding all your crimes. If if you had a full working wood shop, you could probably do 10 times more, uh, 10 times better job than I did. Um, it's, it's one of those things that I would also kind of dabble in again. If I really got into a bind, um, uh, I paid probably about four or $500 for a stack of PVC sheets. And by the time I was done, I got two cages out of that. And as well as I think like a rack or two, um, I'm sorry, I got three cages, two six footers, one three footer, and then a 32 quart rack out of it. Um, but, it, uh, it 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 was like worth the time and the money. It probably wasn't really all that it was cracked up to be. Because if we do it down, I paid three four hundred bucks for this stuff, plus glass, plus my time, plus a lot of the crap. Plus you know because I didn't know what I was doing, a lot of the stuff went to waste because the cuts were stupid. Right. Um, it, you know it, I probably it wasn't really worth it in my opinion, I'd much rather try to find somebody who's professional out there and just have them do it. And if I have to do it in piecemeal and buy like two six footers and then next year, buy two more six footers and the next year buy two more six footers and just slowly build up on it. We'll just do that. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like one of those, uh, one of those, uh, things you know the the whole well, the whole debate about racks and caging I, but for me it's it's purely because i want to look at the snake
3: exactly but, there's, there's no know, difference
1: just i get jealous preference. because i go to i go to other people's places and it's just like oh wow you know you can check out what's going on you know Dude. i saw chris i saw chris posted up something the other day and he was talking about mm. how mahara scrubs Yep, and he had a similar experience to what I had, where he put the scrub in the tub, and like mm. he was, he said like he forewarned people like before you start with your post about why would you keep this you know beautiful python in a tub or whatever, but it's where the animal was doing the best, so like yeah. especially when you're trying to establish a species, man, like whew, who who
2: cares?
3: Is it eating? Is it shitting? Is it shedding? Cool. I don't give a damn what's it in if that works that well. If it's a healthy animal, okay, whatever. If you're telling me putting it in a cage freaks it out and it doesn't want to eat and it dies, yeah,
1: keep it in the damn rack. And then the other part of it is, you know, like keeping it in racks, it's like, let's be honest, we keep them in racks because we can keep more. Mm -hmm. I I mean – no nope, part of, right. you know like i mean that is part like why do you keep a carpet python in iraq well because i can keep more in a smaller space is that right is that wrong i, I you know i don't know yeah, whatever I guess it depends on how you look at it like it seems like the snakes are doing good and I, I i i see people talk all the time about you know there have been some studies that you know um say that you know, snakes will get uh, you know from like stimuli. Uh, they you know I can't think of the word. You're a zoo guy. You know um, what do they call that when they they like uh, give tigers uh, big things of ice that they have to dig oh, through in, to get in, the in enrichment. In, enrichment. That's right. It. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but like I'm sure that can't be a bad thing. It's sort of like the humidity no. talk. Me and me yeah. and Matt were talking about this earlier, right? So like right. I know the debate when it comes to carpet pythons and humidity. I don't think they need humidity. I think no. they'll do fine without humidity. Agree. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't benefit them. Right? And their freaking environment is humid as hell.
3: But exactly,
1: they don't they don't need it, you know. But like, it, I don't need a super duper like high end bed that's gonna make sure that my back doesn't break when I'm 85 <laughs> years old. Will but, I feel better with it? Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like. <laughs> uh,
3: are you trying to? You know, you a sleep number bed, dude. Like, I mean, are you, like, is that what you're trying to? Are you, are you trying to get Dory to let you get a sleep <laughs> number bed? I mean, dude. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. Well, no. We were. We actually, yeah. You know, we went out and got like a really, really nice bed, and dude, it makes a hell of a difference, man. <laughs> like you sleep so much better in this comfortable ass bed. You're like, oh wow, man. Like, Woo! This is you're like the so people happy. feel like. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything is better.
3: Got him sleeping like a ball python breeder. Anyway, but yeah. um, the, <laughs> I, I but here's the thing. Riley just said something that makes total sense. Animals will not breed if they are not thriving. So you got to remember that. Also, if you are against rack systems, you don't have to put your animals in rack systems. If you are, if you want to be a cage person, go ahead and do that. That's fine. Know that you will only have a certain amount of space. If I got rid of all my cages and just filled my room with 41-quart racks, you have any idea how many pythons I could have? I mean, it'd be ridiculous. Um, Yeah. Also, some racks, dude, rival cages in Spacewise. I mean, some of those big freedom breeders? Hell yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much a three-foot cage on tracks. It's like, come on. So, you know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. So do what you feel is right and comfortable for you and your animals, but don't jump down somebody else's throat because they're doing the same thing.
1: So, don't you think it's a matter of sometimes people think that they like, I think that people that have kept in cages, do you think that they've kept in racks? I think that people that have Uh, kept snakes in racks probably have kept snakes in cages, but I don't know if you're a cage person, if you're necessarily going to switch over to racks unless you start breeding Uh, or you uh, probably don't give a shit about the fact that debate, you know what I'm saying? Like you're just like, wow, I'm keeping them in. Let me put it this way.
3: I started, well, well, let's go with my personal story. I started with a snake in a 20 gallon tank in my, in my, in my dorm room, you know, right. That's how it started. And then I started going to tubs out of necessity because I wasn't supposed to have it. So I had to hide it. (laughs) Um, and then that led to pretty much 41-quart racks, a 41-quart rack. I say rack because they were just stacked on top of each other with heat tape wrapped around them. It was very bad situation. I don't know why, <laughs> right. how my animals lived, but um, it was that just because it was that necessity. So I went from racks to when I eventually got to the point where I could have them in a room, I wanted to see them. So I wanted the cages. So, yeah. Yeah. I went that way. <laughs> Um, And then when it came time to actually, like, build a room room, I wanted cages. I wanted uniform cages and everything needed to be a certain this. Like, you know, I I had somebody call me um, last week saying that they were uh, having custom racks built of, like, 15-quart tubs, which is cool. I like 15-quart. That's a cool quart. It's, like, between hatchling and 32. Uh, Yeah. And he's like, oh, they'll be white. I'm like, not interested because I'm tired of not having (laughs) everything match. I want it all to be black. And then if you look at my stuff, I have paper on a lot of my animals. I have mulch on some animals. But then I also have hide boxes in every cage that has mulch in it. So, you know, you kind of give them a little bit of a difference there. And again, that's just my personal preference. Then you look at the rough scale python cage where they have like fake plants. They have leaves. They have cover. They have <laughs> cork bark. They have ledges. They have caves on top of the cork bark. They have a heat panel. They, I mean, it's to say that I maybe play favorites would kind of it, it, it might be true. So right. it's just kind of is how it goes. I mean,
1: you do so, what's best
3: for you in your space.
1: Yeah, yeah. I kind of the same way. I, I you know, when I was younger, I had cages. Because, dude, Mm. that's all we had. There was no such thing as a rack when I started keeping that didn't exist. Like, you kept it in a fish tank.
3: Unless unless you bought out uh,
1: Petco
3: that went out of business.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can't keep them in a fish tank. Bullshit. (laughs) I've did it for years. (laughs) To be honest, uh,
3: if you're going to do diamond pythons, I think you should keep them in a fish tank.
1: Well, I do – I still have a di- <laughs> I still have one in uh, in the fish tank. <laughs> well, it's like a yep. reptile fish tank thing, whatever. But, um, yeah, man. The, well, I don't know. In the chat right now, they were talking about Vision Boa racks, and they're pretty big. And this was Brandon, but he says that he doesn't like heat cord. I prefer the heat cord, and I'll tell you I why. love heat cord. Uh, I use yeah, heat cord first for of all, my show place Yeah. <laughs> yes it's ul rated which is super safe and then you know uh the heat tape i don't care what you tell me that shit makes me nervous um have
3: only burned down a few places like you know pro exotics and a few other places
1: but so when i was um, first, when i when i was first like um Researching what kind of racks I was going to get. Um, Rob, who happy birthday to Rob, by the way. Today's his birthday. Yay! Oh man, you just spiked everybody's ear.
2: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry no it happens. We're fixing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, it will be fixed soon. Anyway, um, uh, you, you know, Rob had mentioned he cord, and I was like, ah, oh, man, he cord. That sounds like, <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds super, super shitty. Like, I don't know, it just sounded cheap to me or whatever. So, what I did, I got it, and you know, obviously, I'm I'm listening to Rob. He knows what he's talking about. He's been dealing with all these different species or whatever. And this is sort of what right. he said. Good. But the the reason I like it so much is like I can make the a bigger hot spot or a smaller hotspot, depending on the individual right. animal. So Which like it's good, especially yeah, the because the like are lower to the ground. Correct. Yeah. So like, and then the, the, the ones at the top there are, you know, obviously I don't have to put as much, you know, heat rises. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that flexibility, man. I do. And I love feeling not that, you know, that can't burn down either, but you know, heat tape from what I know, I don't know. It's you
3: know, but. in one of those things where I think it's the uh, anything that can give you options, like how oh. um, if you have the those like thirty-two court racks that you can also swap out and put two fifteen court racks. I mean, I love those. I wish I had space for those because I would love to have the option of putting whatever I needed in that spot. Um, yeah. And, as, and, that, and that's and that's thing is with, with with those heat cable racks, you know, you have that option. Um and uh and and I use heat cable for my show displays. Um yeah, running along that was the back of my Yeah, I run along the back of my uh, uh acrylics to to cuz I I'm, I'm I don't want anything to be cold. <laughs> like, you know, it's uh but I do primarily use uh heat panels in my cages. Um right. which Reptile Basics just put out a new model of heat panel, and Uh, I hate it. I hate it. Oh, okay. Um, Because it used to be that the panel and the cord were completely... uh, Like, the cord was internal, and then, like, the cord would just go out the back and and out of the cage. Um, Now, the cord plugs into the panel. So... What happens is is that if a snake goes and touches the cord, it can unplug the panel. Ooh, yeah, I hate it. Uh, that's weird. Do you know how many times a rough scale will unplug a panel?
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: every goddamn night. So you almost right. have to, you almost have to have the back of the panel right up against the back wall with a hole leading out, and that's where the plug comes in. Business gotcha. to make sure that the snake can't touch it at all. Gotcha. And that limits where you can put the panel.
1: Huh. So what so yeah, that's kinda weird. I I've I recently just started using heat panels. And yeah. um I I actually like them. I do. I, I did like think I the would.
3: Light. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you know that they're on. Um yep. you know, but uh I think two of them that I have are reptile basics, the old one. And then two of them that I have are, uh, from pro products. Yeah. And I think pro products are pro, I mean, even though it's a pain in the ass to order or whatever, I think in a way mm-hmm. it's kind of good because he can tell you exactly, you know, what size you need and what you need. So you don't get something too big or too, you know, um, but right. I want to back up for a second because okay. when we were talking about, so talking to people over the years um, and trying to put information out there, I always think of like when I was a new person coming in or just learning as much as I could about about the species that I kept, and I would hear people talk about things and they would talk in like, you know, oh I love this or I love that. This is what I do. This works. And always forgetting little little my new details and here's the difference. You know, we were talking about the the vision racks and the heat cord. So my room is heated. If you were putting this in a room that's not heated, I would not recommend a vision rack. I would
3: agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because Because my room is also heated. Yep.
1: Right. You know what I mean? The sides are open. It's it's ventilated. It's, you know, I, I just don't know if that's the, the perfect uh, system if you're not in a heated room. I think yeah. if you're not in a heated room, it's probably best to have a cage, to be honest.
3: I
2: it would, would think be. That would I be mean,
1: the, the way to go.
3: Yeah, because you can have the cool side and the warm side. You can also give the snake the more of the option. So I would say that if you are not in a heated room, a cage would be the way to go or even um, – uh, just probably have to go with the heat tape rack but like I want to say belly heat maybe because
1: back heat yeah. probably wouldn't be good I dealt with back heat for a while um, mm. I think with certain species it's probably okay uh, yeah. but I always preferred the belly heat because I just felt that I don't know like they want to bask like I was even thinking with my diamond python setup, like I was thinking about putting like some kind of like tile on the yeah. not in it like not secured to the cage but like some kind of tile that when it heats up it's gonna retain that heat. Uh, yeah. so that the snake can go and bask on that, you know, if they uh, want to at night time.
3: I did that for the monitors. Um it was just a big flat rock that was underneath where their lamp hits so right. that uh at nighttime when the lamp turned off that thing still gave off a hellish amount of heat. Um yeah. Also they had the panel at night too that kept them from going below a certain temperature. So
1: So it works. that's I'm always curious with uh well, now we're switching gears all over the place. But when it comes right, to monitors, everywhere. Yeah. Do we do do <laughs> do you turn the heat off at night? Or uh I they did still get that hot spot at night.
3: Uh I did because I had they had a big bulb in their cage. That right. would get them close to, like, I want to say, like, you know, 100 freaking degrees. I mean, they, they they need a lot of heat, dude. Like, they're.
1: Yeah, right I know. Some of them some say, like, 120, 130 yeah. watt or bask, degree hot spot. Them, yeah. right.
3: So I literally had in their cage this giant ass, like, heat bulb that would just hit this rock and, and it would get hot in that cage, hot enough for them to bask and digest. But I can't have. We kind of had the one thing where we, like... Uh, for a while there, I was swapping out their heat bulb for a red light at night. But the red light didn't really give off that much heat and anything like that. Plus, I talked with Andrew and a few other people. It was okay to turn their heat rate, just as long as they got to a certain temp during the day. Right. You know? The same thing as basic carpet python stuff. It's fine. Whatever you do to them, just make sure they get to, like, 80-something at one point. So... I I started doing that where I just had their light on a timer but they had in their cage uh, the really really big heat panel Um, I forget what the wattage is for that Um, but it's huge Um, so that would turn on that would be on constantly attached to a thermostat that would not let the cage go below I'd say like 84 so at nighttime, that thing would kick on but then it would be, you know, there would be a significant temperature drop, and all the monitors would go and they bed down for the night. Um, and there are some places in that cage that retained, as far as all those rocks, they retained that heat. Yeah. Um But then daytime would come, light would turn on, and I had the light on a timer, so it would be on for about an hour, uh, like as I was waking up and getting ready to go to work. And I'd use, I'd always see them out and basking when I was leaving for work. Gotcha. So, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, with, with my, um, like, my diamond pythons? Um, they all have like heat lamps, and their mm-hmm. hot spot is probably ninety-seven, maybe sometimes a hundred. Um, but the ambient is what? Maybe what is it?
3: Whatever your room temperature right, is, right?
1: Right, right now we're at seventy-two right as an ambient um and it's what 10 o'clock at night so i would imagine Mm -hmm. over the course of tonight it probably will get down to maybe like high 60s you know um and they're all out now like every single one of them have come out like i have uh the one female i have she has like a big uh big box uh that i put like a whole bunch of sphagnum moss in there and you know, right. She goes in there during the day. As soon as the light comes on, she'll come and she, what she does is, is weird. She'll bask on top of that, which <laughs> is on the other side of the cage. And mm-hmm. then she does this thing where she'll go and she'll go towards the, 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 she'll like go right under the light and bask there for about maybe 30 minutes or so. Then she goes back into the box and then Like, before the light kicks off, she'll go over to the basking spot, but she goes under the paper, which is weird. So she's basking, like, (laughs) under the paper, and, like, right now, she's out and about looking for food, you know? So it's... Diamonds screw you up, man, because you're just like, wait a minute, what? Wait, wait, what? Yeah, but, but can you imagine if you just, like...
3: Can you imagine if you had built the whole room around diamond pythons like earlier in your career? How easy that
1: would be to like Oh hell run? yeah. Man. I mean, oh my yeah. god.
2: <laughs>
1: now I don't know how easy they are to breed, but see that then again, you know, there's a species or subspecies, whatever, um that like I'm already like trying to breed some species that's not in my wheelhouse. But I haven't even bred all the species in my wheelhouse yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. It's like, why am I moving on to something else when I haven't perfected this? And I know, like, to some people, diamond pythons are not a big deal because it's not that they're necessarily harder. They're just different. And once you get that in your head, you know, you would uh, you could probably, you know change uh you you probably would be okay and you have it dialed in and there would be, you wouldn't have to think about it anymore but
3: yeah i don't know it, it, it's hard to think about it i mean it's also hard to do like dude like i get nervous every year putting the bread lie down just yeah just it's cause. weird
1: right because, it yeah is weird. i can't you're like
3: 50 that's too cold <laughs> oh god <I'm laughs> like, cold.
1: i need but, a cover but, but,
3: but then they're fifty? Exactly. But then you you wake them up and they're locked and you're like, apparently I'm doing something right. So, you know, while while my coastals are staring at me going, nope, not this year. The bread lie are like, hell yeah. I'm like, all right. So this year we're going to have bread lie and insert whatever here. So
1: Right. It's yeah. I'm curious to feel that environment. I'm curious to like, you know, hopefully one day I get to go to Alice Springs. I'm curious to see what that would be like to see what that cold is like, you know, like, like to yeah. be in a tent in Alice Springs in the middle of Going nowhere Sucks. <laughs> at nighttime. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm so cold. I'm so cold. <laughs> and you're like, walk out your tent and there's some bread line, just cruising around like
3: looking for food. Yeah. It's like I right, yeah. whatever. Fuck you right. snake. It's like, uh, it's, it, it, it's, it's weird and it's difficult. And I mean like, I know we've talked to numerous people where it's like they can get things to breed by just getting them onto their how they get how they do things and on their cycles and getting the snakes familiar with what's going on with your you and your process. There are certain types that I think you could try for eons to try to get them onto your process and they'll they just will not go. So,
1: yeah, because the yeah. trigger's not hit exactly. That man, Mike Curtin just posted up. He must, I don't know. Is he listening to the show live? What do you think? No, he can't do that. He posted up <laughs> in the Carpet Python discussion board Popwin versus Irian Ar- Jaya. What do you think? No, he did that earlier.
3: He did that, oh, he did okay. that earlier. Uh, that's that's the whole reason we were even having that conversation. He posted that up because he weighed in on, or I think he commented on Hosier's post over on the other thing. And I know it was something that he was finagling with. So, uh, I wanted to get your opinion on that. And we kind of did and kind of didn't, but we just didn't didn't talk about uh, the fact that Curtin threw that thing up.
1: Oh, okay. I love Lon's comment. He says, IJs to me. I don't call Siamese cats Thai cats. (laughs) (laughs) Lon
3: was was doing pretty good and going out there. Uh, Howard's favorite. Howard's was my favorite because he said that he likes IJs. They just need a lot more black and yellow. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah. They're a beautiful that's animal. It. They just need more black and yellow. And I'm like, yeah. So,
1: yeah, I I hear that. Um, Moraleus Palota Harrisona. Yeah, that's what he says. Uh mm-hmm. Somebody, I like what somebody said, and I can't find it. They said I'm gonna call them two Js. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they were thinking it was a one J. This is a two J. I don't know.
3: It's whatever. <laughs>
1: right. Oh, there it is. More <sighs> black and yellow. he's right, he's right. He Uh, is. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Who cares about what the... uh... Uh, Here's another poll. Are Cypress Creek diamonds pure? Oh, boy.
3: (laughs) Oh, boy. No? 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 Right? No. Did we establish that?
1: (laughs) They're questioned. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, let me put it this way. Cypress C- Creek diamonds look like nothing else other than Cypress Creek diamonds, right? Um,
1: no, they look like diamond pythons from what I've okay. seen. I mean, some of them could pass as, uh, as diamonds. Yeah. diamonds. So
3: what you're telling me is that there could be actual diamonds and then they could be diamond coastal hybrids in Cypress Creek?
1: Say that again. Thought, they be,
3: no, wait, are we talking that that there's diamonds and then there is is Cypress Creek the thing we were talking about with Coastal and Diamond integrate or no? Or am I thinking about something else?
1: I think you're thinking about something else.
3: Okay, I'm thinking about something else. Never mind. Continue. Yeah,
1: Cypress. No, Cypress. <laughs> Cypress Creek is uh, is a line of um, diamond pythons that had like the the. I guess the the validity of their purity is in question. Okay. Because...
3: No, I was thinking about what were were we talking about last time about those diamonds that are in Australia that were, like, gorgeous?
1: Oh, rainforest diamonds?
3: Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, my fault. (laughs) Yeah. I got confused. All right. So,
1: but their purity is in question how? Well you know, the pure diamond guys would have you believe that they were uh, mixed with, you know, jungles. So they become the 88%, you know, diamonds, which you don't see anymore. And that's where they think that they went.
3: Well, the problem is that you don't see 88% diamonds anymore because people got really good at breeding diamonds. So there was really no point. I think, for a while there people bred diamonds to jungles just so they could push and try to get to the high blood diamonds and then get kind of the poor man's diamond Python. Now you just go get diamonds.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know that man. Again, it goes back to that purity thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know if the guys that, that are so hell bent on on diamond pythons being so pure if they would recognize that stuff if they were in the wild. I don't know. But you know
3: but it all goes down to it if that if you want pure diamond pythons, go to the guys that will give you pure diamond pythons. If you're buying a yeah. diamond python off of a table of some guy at a reptile show who has primarily Burmese pythons, it might not be pure and you should accept that and know that as a fact and not be disappointed when somebody tells you it's not right. I'm sorry. If you really want it, go, go to the guys and get it.
1: (laughs) I I think, I think you're right there. Like, you know, that's, Diamond pythons are one of those species in the carpet complex that if you, I mean, they seem to be the most um, fanatical is not the word, but you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) uh, when it comes to purity (laughs) Um, and I can see why, uh, but I still don't think that an 88% diamond python cross is ugly either. I mean, wow. I have diamond coastals that I think are pretty snakes. And yeah. I may uh, not breed them, but, well. but pretty cool, you know? The problem is, yeah. is that if you go and you, do, and you buy diamond pythons without doing your research and you, do, you buy them from a table, what mm-hmm. happens is you go to sell them and nobody wants to buy them or mm-hmm. people that don't know diamond pythons will buy them and they're going to be super disappointed when they go to a diamond python group and they're like, well, what is it? And they're like, oh, it's Cypress Creek. And they'll be like, oh, they're not pure. And then they get all pissed off. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It, 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 well, I don't know. It's one of those things you definitely should do. You definitely should do your, your homework when it comes to that.
0: I mean, exactly. Gary
1: Gary Valle or whatever, I mean, he's kind of the Diamond Python guru. So. I would imagine that if you get anything from his line or lineage uh, I think Ooh. I think you're pretty much Which one is which?
3: Yeah, uh, some uh, Brandon just posted a picture of two diamonds. One is Cypress Creek, one is San Diego Zoo. Which one is which? Ooh, I must say I'm going to say the on... one with the
1: yellow is San Diego Zoo.
3: I would say the one furthest further away is San Diego Zoo. Yeah, yeah. The the one on Small- top is Cypress Creek. Yeah, smaller one that is San Diego it. Zoo. Yeah, watch us both. Your year- <gasps> damn <laughs> wrong.
2: Both
3: wrong. Yeah, wrong. This is why I don't work with diamond pythons anymore. You know, it's like you know. And you know huh. what? That's that's weird because she has some pretty large rosettes, and I know people kind of give that away too as a um. Uh, uh integrate thing, or a non-pure thing. Yeah, oh. dude, it, it's it. If if Lindy's is That's important, still to an you, awesome
1: snake. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they're know? gorgeous.
3: What well, Bill had those eighty-eight percenters um, when we were there for CarbaFest for a while, and they looked gorgeous. They looked like look like freaking diamond pythons. So yeah, you know if that if 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 having a line. Or having lineage is important to you. Go to the right people, you know. Um, if you're yeah. if you want to work with Cypress Creek because you don't give a damn or you think people are just being snooty about it, whatever, work with Cypress Creek. Just know that every once in a while you're going to run into a guy who's going to turn his nose up at a Cypress Creek. Whatever, right? Okay, you know that happens. But then maybe you get a pair of San Diego zoos and then you get a pair of Cypress Creek. This way you can. Have the best of both worlds. You can breed San Diego Zoo stuff and then you can breed some Cypress Creek stuff. You can mix them if you want to. It's just understanding it. That that's
1: one of the things that goes with it. Me and Rob talk about this a lot and the fact that, you know, diamond pythons were imported into the U.S. in the 70s and some mm. of them, like, you know, they went to zoos, right? Right. But they were from the same clutch. Yes. So yet yes. they're different bloodlines. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yes. Good. Hmm. Good. Good. You're learning. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, huh. it's, not, okay. there's no, it's not. Is a that really line. a different bloodline? I worry no. about that with the IJs that are coming in. Right. We talked about. This well, yeah, before. because we did. Because, you know, what is it? How, there's you get them from farms and how many animals do they have at the farm? Right, so, ones. Yeah. Yeah, but like Riley he has the same as the same as I do, right? The same, you know, yeah. Steve Katz, he, he's another guy that has him. I know Tony and uh who else was in on that? I think Chris has some too. So uh what are we all going to have separate bloodlines or they get you know what I mean, no. so something go- like something say something goofy pops out in Riley's clutch that he gets. Right? Yeah. And they hatch out in some crazy hypo looking ij's in there and then i produce you know mine breed and i produce the same thing you're going to have the same thing that's happening with the reduced pattern diamonds like why does it show up in this run why does it show up in this one
3: well they're (laughs) They're all freaking (laughs) heads
1: they're all now are
3: you are you going to name the same thing uh different like like you know what is it it's like stardust and then uh reduced pattern aren't they the same damn thing the same thing Thank you. So you don't want to, like, you know, you don't want to have Riley name his, you know, hypo, and you name your the Bigfoot killer? Like, you know, I mean, like, what do you <laughs> want to do
1: here? <laughs> no, I would, find, like, if Riley produced them first, and he calls it, uh, you know, I don't know, say he calls it a sunburst or something like that. Well, then I'm calling it a sunburst. Right. You know? my guess, I mean, I, I would think that, I would think that that would be, you know you're the person that produces it first you name it you you should be you know you should name it that way
3: that is that is that is the intelligent way to go about that Riley don't label it until you get into the F2 generation but yeah you know
1: sometimes people get a little uh, yeah well I'm thinking (laughs) I'm I'm thinking out like you know long term but even still like I could turn around you know I have different you know different eyes so different i could stock. take a male from that bloodline that we have and i have a yeah. female from a different bloodline and i put them together to me that would be a different line
3: yeah i and that's the weird thing is especially
1: that, if they both go to wild caught stock
3: you know? right it's 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 weird to think about that kind of stuff but then you also got to think about is that a lot of the stuff is all related unless it is a completely different line you have to pretty much assume that it's related to it, to itself like through something else right. it's like when when people are like these diamond pythons are non-related you can get a non-related pair and you're like yeah like, eh. right. was it um i think right before last tinley someone was advertising uh unrelated uh, rough scale python <laughs> i, I messaged you and i'm like that is physically impossible <laughs>
2: <Unless> <laughs> somebody
3: went well somebody wants to admit to doing a hell of a lot of poaching like that is impossible so okay. it, it's so uh, you got to think about it is that people are always trying to find the angle to try to make a sale and the easiest sure. way to do that is just to say you know non-related blood or you know unrelated this or they're not siblings that and it's Okay, they're not siblings, but if we go back, they're cousins. It's like okay, congratulations, good job, guys. So right,
1: yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know, we're, you know, again, this, this is another point to think about. But you know, Riley brought up the fact that are those imports that we get are they from the same parents or are they not? You know,
3: they could be. I, you that, know, they
1: could be. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, ideally, it would be awesome if every year was a different pair but you got to think about it, is that if this is all coming from they're not going out in the wild and grabbing baby ijs like they're not getting they're not getting a whole clutch of little ones like that thing was born those were they were born in captivity happened to be captivity over in indonesia but you know or Papua new guinea like you know but captivity still um so you're probably got a pair or maybe a couple pairs of these animals and they see which ones breed every year. And then they hatch those babies and they sell them. So maybe after a couple of years, you might get fresh stuff, but you know, it, it, I don't know. It would not be nice though. Yeah. And unless you go yeah. over there and like inspect it yourself, you're not going to know, you know, sure. what, what you're gonna get? So,
1: yeah, for sure, definitely won't. Mm. So, I don't know. It's again, it's a snake in a box, man. Thank you,
3: thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I think you guys should find yourselves lucky because you can get, you know, unrelated to. Was it your your yours might be related to Riley's, might be related to Stevens', might be related to Chris's, and that's it. Right, Those are the only relatives that are in the country so far. I mean. That's, that's freaking awesome. Plus it's unrelated to every single, you know, Papuan you have. I mean, Oh my God, you can do so much with that. So I think
1: I have probably close to 12 unrelated (laughs) lines of IJ that can go back to wild rock.
3: See, and that's that's a lot to
1: work with. You know, it is.
3: And, can you imagine also working it with things like the granite? And, you know, you can further, redu- further breed out the granite thing to get further away from all the problems that they had a while ago. Sure. You know, and plus you can start making the- – you imagine start getting into the point where you have a granite that goes with each individual line that you have, and they all look different.
1: Jesus, I'll be like 80 years old by the time I get that work done. <laughs> well, you know. Old Hopefully man Burke and his
3: IJs. It's just like, you know, yeah. he'll be driving yeah. around on little rascal scooters. You take care of your snakes.
1: Like somebody Maybe. we know.
3: That...
1: <laughs> I start naming my snakes Elvis and such. Is that what you mean? Exactly. This is Elvis yeah.
3: 12. It's, you need yeah. to find another name.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hm. Yeah. That's sort of what I've always attracted me to the IJs is, is that in particular. Um, Wow, it seems like we're doing more I J talk on this show than we, yeah, we did ever. on the
3: IJ <laughs> well, yeah. I J show. Well it's I I as a gift to you, I'm just letting us roll with this one, so Oh, wow. A lot of I J yeah, talk. I know. No. Well right. you, well, you guys it was the talk of the town all week and I'm just like, damn, you know, people are getting all pissed off over the, you know, mud carpets. So
1: Yeah. Mudgar. Oh yeah,
3: see you get some get some coastal talking according to Riley. So um coastals are better in every way possible. There you go. So now we've gotten that in there. And
1: uh Coastals cool. are definitely more variable.
3: I that. love them so much. I do feel better. <laughs> but it's the uh um I'm looking at my coastals, dude. Like and some of my twelve year olds, I mean I'm looking at their heads like at one point, your head was smaller than my thumbnail, and now it's just this massive block of a head on this big 12-year-old female, and I'm like, you're just a monster. So,
1: yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny, like, our monster snakes are still smaller than like, real monster <laughs> snakes. We say like, <laughs> <Yeah>. monster snakes, <laughs> they're like, six foot, like, dude, it's exactly, a monster. <laughs> you know, my, my, my 12-year-old
3: coastal is the size of somebody's Three year old retic, and I'm like, Yeah, I right. know. Right. You know, it's like, Yeah, my three year old retic is the size of, you know, some of my coastals So, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. But, um, I, 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 I like the size that they are. And, you know, I, I'm comparing them to the Timor pythons were out today, and they were both sitting on top of the bin and hanging their heads yeah. down in that, like, kind of like a hunting pose. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I remember thinking, if I open this door, it's just going to be nothing but pain. <laughs> it's like, you know, so, <laughs> and just looking at them, I, I would say that the team remind me the most of a coastal with their head padded, like design. Like, the they have the muscles behind the head. They have the snout that kind of comes out part of the yeah. way. And I have a lot of the other species of snake that I have. They're kind of like the coastals in size, but they're not in they don't physically look like them. So like the white lips, they have the more narrow face. Um, and then the olives do too. So I would say that the team remind me the most of the coastal, so which is why they're slowly becoming my favorite out of like the extra kids. So, um, but dude, I'm, I made a trade uh, recently where I'm going to get uh-uh. some Brisbane's. Really? Yeah. Finally. I'm excited.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. That's cool.
3: Yeah, they originally came from Nick, so I know that they're that. There's but I'm like, yeah, um, I'll be so happy. And then I'm just going to sit here. And I'm going to wait for a guy I know to, to breed like Port Douglas or Rockhampton. And then I'm just going to raid his house. Um, there again, you go. Because he does it a lot. <laughs> i end up raiding his house a lot. But it's right. like, I'm excited to get back into the Um, Coastal thing and I know that somebody Asked a question on one of the Carp python discussion pages about um, Who had Russian Red Tigers aside from Jason Balin, And I'm like well you sir um, Are are A little off there and uh, There were a few people Who said well contact Jason And then Jason jumped on he says I don't have Russian Reds I have the other line And then somebody said well contact Mike Curtin And Mike Curtin jumps on and says unfortunately I lost my Russians and then Chris Salemi tagged me in it, and I'm like, I, I'm like, not yet. Maybe next year. And I'm finding out more and more that this line is more spread out than I expected. Where people maybe got Russians mixed with Ted Thompson, or Russians mixed with Jason Bale and Tigers, and or people got one Russian Tiger and they didn't get the second Russian Tiger. And now it's like the line is so spread out and diversified that. I'm like, I have a pair of Russian Red Tigers. I'm like, I, I think maybe two or three other people do. And it's like, holy crap. So, right, yeah, I'm like, that. that's just one of those things where it's like I'm excited to get back into the Coastal thing and I want to start kind of making it almost like what you got going on with your IJ stuff is just having the different lines and different, pres- pres- different things of Coastal. And it sucks because I wish I had done this so many years ago because I had things like, you know... M pens and i had you know the mona lisa stuff and it's like god damn it so uh just gotta build back up again so
1: yeah it's yeah it's they're definitely uh it's that oh man that's why it didn't work they're definitely i'm trying to uh because i do have a question for you in a minute but you know i think that uh you're you're going in the right direction because, you know, for you, that's always been, you know, your sort of thing. And it's, it's good to see that, you know, that's what you're going after. Well, the other thing is that if you think about is
3: that before Jags hit, they had coastals of all these different colors that people just said were cool looking coastals. Like there was a gray coastal. I remember, um, There was those tri-stripes. There was this, that, and the other thing of all these different just weird, funky-looking coastals that fell by the wayside because everything got mixed in with Jags. It's like if we had stuck with it, how many different color lines would we have? I mean, yeah, Jason really put his heart and soul into the red. Could you imagine if somebody just bred gray, like stone, like gray coastals? I mean, what the hell would that kind of kind of just mixed into like, what would that have been after a certain point? I mean, that would have kind of been cool looking if you ask me. So I don't
1: know. Hell yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, up. So, so I have, I'm going to put it in the chat, but okay. I've been working on the website. Yeah. On and you can go and take a peek at it real quick. And,
3: um <laughs> it opened up with a it had a
1: ruffie in the picture. <laughs> I knew you'd like that <laughs> I do, but um, you know it's a total revamp of what we did, but uh, it's gonna take me a while to get all that stuff transferred over um, but i think it I think it's looking good um but my question is, yes. In today's day and age, do you think that, um, hold on. I got to publish another page. Um, do you think <laughs> that websites are, yeah, let me publish that. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Do you think okay. that websites are one of those things that will go away eventually? Or do you think that they'll, that you need really need a website if you're going to do this, uh,
3: I would like say that web, websites are websites are going to make a comeback soon because I think it is only a matter of time before the certain algorithms and things like that on Facebook are going to shut down a lot of the selling of live animals and other stuff on Facebook. I Yeah, but I agree. That's going to happen. We already know it's going to happen. That's what they want anyway. They do not want animals to be sold on Facebook. So – That'll eventually be, um, <laughs> uh, it's just gonna be one of those things. Um, uh, nothing, I'm getting messages from various people, so it's, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and it's like, stop it. It's like, you know, I'll be with you later. Um, but the so that is eventually gonna be a thing where it's like, you're not gonna be able to sell animals on Facebook. Um, you'll have a page that you can link people to a website where you can sell the animals that I think is what's going to end up being. So the website's going to be one of those things that comes back and just kind of happens. Um, you're just going to be one of those things so, you're going to. also I believe a website has a more professional feel, a more professional look, a more professional, um, you know, thing. It, it's just cause, um, holy shit. All right, I'll deal with that in a second. (laughs) Jesus, that's good news. Nothing, I can't tell you. Um, 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 I think having a professional website sets you above any idiot that just somehow put their animals together and is selling them out of the garage. It's like you need to, I think, be professional and show off that you can be taken seriously as a reptile breeder. Now, you can totally do that on a Facebook page. You totally can. You can totally look good like that, but understand that it would, it's kind of a step above. It's kind of going an extra mile, you know, can I sell snakes at a reptile show putting them in plastic bins? Yes. Can I get a display of acrylic and some really nice lights and sell them at a reptile show? Yes. So it's kind of like that. You can sell them on Facebook. You can totally be successful that way, but, if you maybe step it up a little bit, you'll make it maybe look a little bit more professional and sell more that way. So it's two, two sided kind of deal.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm with you. I, I think, I think that overall it's, I think you're right. Eventually there's going to come a point where they do away with, sell- well, you're not allowed to sell animals on Facebook as it is. And, you mm. know, I think that's only going to become more and more strict as, as we move along. Um, yeah. And I think, I think it does. It makes you look, it makes you look like you're for real. Cause you took the time to, you know what I mean? To, to put work into, uh, into the, into everything. And, Cause it, let's face it, man, it does take work and it does take work to keep it updated and all that kind of stuff, which um, I'm horrible at. But, yeah. Know. But I was looking at actually what made me think of this is I was as I was linking everything, mm. I sort of like I haven't been over to your site really since it's been done, but yeah. I was pretty impressed with uh you know. It's not done,
3: done. I still have to tweak it because you know I, I I had my sister do it, and unfortunately you have a non reptile person run build a reptile website. I'm like, right. you're all the species. And she's like, I forgot a few. I'm like, you left rough scale off of my, my <laughs> website. I'm I'm like, all. what is wrong with you? And she's like, it's just the same as the other. I don't even want to talk to you anymore right now. I'm like, right? what? And then apparently people are having issues emailing me through the website. So it it's needs to tweak out some stuff. And I, it's, I had to learn a whole new thing with uh, Bluehost because that's what I run it through now. And WordPress. Okay. And it's really simple, but it's tedious work. It's a lot of typing, 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 insert picture, edit picture, all that stuff. So if you have a weekend to just sit down and do it, you can get a lot done, but it's just going to be one of those things. Um, But it's definitely one of those. I like it because it gives me a place to direct people. It gives me a place for people to go to and look up this, that, and the other thing. I definitely have the packet full of some more information. Um, but yeah, it's a place for it's a home base. Uh, I probably am going to kick it up a little bit because um, I haven't really taken too many pictures of animals that I currently have for sale. I haven't really got all that going because I'm kind of waiting to see how this season goes. Because if I don't get a lot of eggs, I may not advertise as heavy as I normally do just because then I have some stock to sell. So we'll see.
1: Well, what I've noticed is that I've gotten more inquiries Mm. with the idea that people think that I don't sell snakes. Yeah, what the hell's up with that?
3: I know. Apparently, I just need to be be like, I don't sell my coastals. So you know, (laughs) it's it's kind of weird,
1: man. no, I don't. (laughs) It kind of makes it like like ooh i'm the only one that got in on this and you know I, it's really not that way and i didn't intend it to be that way at all um yeah i i just think that i <laughs> i don't know i just like everything and i can't get rid of it you know especially when it's like i produce this you, you
3: are you are your number one best customer. And the problem yeah. is, is that I let that shit get away from me too far where I tried to sell enough babies to recoup costs and pay for feeders and this, that, and the other thing to where there have been numerous times where I'm like, shit, I need a male. Or, crap, right. I, I don't have this female. It's like... You've gotta be kidding me. Do you have any idea how many freaking carpet pythons I've produced and I need a male? Like why didn't I just keep one of the one one of the really nice ones out of the eighteen clutches I've produced? It's like, come on. So it's right. it doesn't make any sense. Just grab something. Grab you know, I I try to keep now two females and two males out of every year. And then you know what? You can always sell them as yearlings or Former holdbacks. If you say that this thing was a holdback, people tend to just want it. It's weird. I don't know why. They seem to I'm somehow
1: just well, to think that I know
3: what I'm talking about.
1: They so. want something that they think that they can't have, and you know, I'm the same way. If I was buying a snake and somebody says to me it's their holdback, I would be like, oh shit! So there must be something extra special about this one in the clutch, you know? I think I think that if you focus your breeding around stellar animals, you're going to produce stellar animals and, you know, yeah. you're not always going to produce a hundred percent stellar animals, but, you know, obviously there's going to be standouts in a clutch, you know, like it's funny, like Riley, I was, I was, I jabbed him a little bit about the citrus tiger head albino that he posted up, but I knew that that thing was going to be stellar. Yeah. In a way. And that thing is amazing. And I knew that that was going to be a standout. But in a way, I like the idea that that's in somebody's hands that I respect. You know what I mean? Right. Like as opposed to somebody that I just met at a show or something like that. So like that's kind of how. maybe you know, it's not like some of them are good and some of them are you know phenomenal. Like that one in particular, I knew was going to be was going to be awesome. And you know, I think that's a little bit of advertising in a way. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. just phenomenal. See, see, to me, what yeah, that's our what yeah. I love so much about the Citrus Tiger stuff, right? Is the fact mm-hmm. that that gray shading on the side and the port the portals are yellow, orange, and there's black around it, which makes it pop even more. And it's got like mm-hmm. a stripe. She looks just like the mom. Yep. Like she looks just like her mom. And that animal, as you know, is probably my favorite snake in my collection. But right. this was for me, it was the closest way for me to get a retick without, mm-hmm. without a retick. A retick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, right. and I think, I think that's why I think as an albino, that thing is going to be on fire fire but i could be biased
3: <laughs> see that's that's my problem is apparently i keep like giving deals to people who don't post enough pictures of animals that i produce and it's like god damn it like you know i need to find the people who just really 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 have a great instagram following and hope to god just, just they just post up all the pictures of cool animals because uh I don't really ever see mine that much. It's like yeah. they go and then they're gone. <laughs> so I see them periodically. Um, or uh, you hear about it with um, when you were on the, the, the podcast, uh, the one you just yes. did. Where they're like, yeah. I have a rogue reptile, super caramel. It's a hard evil. I'm like, no, stop. You're not helping me. <laughs> like, you know, you just talk about it in a loving way. Jesus Christ. It's like, yeah, no.
1: That was fun, it man. Thinks, that
3: was... It lunges at people's faces. I'm like, crap. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah. It, yeah. Doing their show is awesome because I see so many similarities between their dynamic and our dynamic. It's like, <laughs> but what's weird is, is that on some things, they are similar on other things they're the opposite so for me like i'm sort of the tech guy i take care of like making sure that the podcast is going on and blah 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 and and researching that end of it but i think like you know look like justin he seems to have like your sense of humor you know what i mean like, he, he just has that witty sarcastic the deadpan yeah god damn he's funny as shit you know like yep. he has that which you got and it's like you know where i i i don't know like jake he's kind of like the passionate serious you know what i mean and it's just like yep. wait a minute they're like similar but you know it's well like, i don't know we're that jake- where Apparently, you and him
3: are going to run off together and start uh, an all-IJ podcast. You know, don't think <laughs> I didn't hear about
1: that part either. I I uh, knew you would hear that. Exactly.
3: Uh, you know. Yeah. Fine. Go. <laughs> it's, it's just... But it it is it is what it is. Like, you know, I, I, I you got to think about how many animals have you produced and how many of them have gone out there. And you know some of them turned out stellar. And yeah. And it's kind of like every once in a while one of mine will pop up somewhere or I'll see somebody who did something, you know, uh, was it uh, other buddy has some bread lie and some uh, red tigers of mine and he's posting yep. up pictures of breeding this year. Um, there's some other ones of my bread lie fro- floating around, but it's like, God damn it, I produce so many coastals. Like, where the hell are they? hey like where are they, they all no gone please toss toss up a picture of my guys like they're I all bred in they're burmese somewhere. apparently they're all being bred to burmese i mean like yeah. uh, god you know it'd be my luck to be like i have a rogue reptiles caramel jag that i'm breeding to
1: my ball python i'd be like die you know i see like every once in a while i see people post up rogue reptiles and I think the the animals that always stand out to me the most. And I don't know why this surprises me because I've seen your your caramels and stuff. <laughs> I, I've seen them in person. <laughs> but like I remember, I think in my head, in the back of my head, you know, when we yeah. first got caramels, remember yeah. how shitty they look? Remember how they some, look? Like, f- to,
3: oh, dude, I have the look, I have the original, original. like caramels. They look
2: crazy. <laughs> they look like And crap. we were
3: like,
1: dude.
3: These are so yep. friggin' sweet.
1: And if you would yep. compare them to like what we're working with now, it's like oh they're shit.
3: <laughs> you know
2: what Dude. I mean?
1: But in, your caramel project is like I think that's the one project that that always makes me go, Whoa, okay. Two oh, shit.
3: Give me give me two years because right. I have I have these two super commals for a girl in the this close uh the girl is the boy will be i ready in about a year and a half but okay once they're ready to roll dude you know i'm gonna start crossing them back to because they have they all have the same mother most of my caramel stuff but they all have different fathers so i'm gonna take the past super caramel boy jag boy and i'm gonna throw him with my proven super caramel female you know i got that going i have my one caramel jag that i'm like I tried selling him for, like, the longest time, and he wouldn't sell. Then I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to keep him. And then he shed, and I'm like, dear God,
2: thank God, thank God. <laughs> thank I God, God I did it. Holy yeah. crap. It's like, yeah. you know, Isn't that the greatest feeling he,
3: ever? Oh, dear Lord. It's like after after I saw him, that's when I adopted the rule of keep two, because it was always just keep a pair. And then I'm like, I really can't keep him, because I already picked the one male, but screw it, I might as well. And it was like, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, keeping two. two boys and two girls and it's soon man i i can't wait because that is a i love the caramel project and that was just one of those ones where like you said we got them and they were so hideous (laughs) and it's like seeing them progress and then um out of the very few clutches i think i'm going to get this year i think i got my caramel het exanic to my het exanic male.
1: Ooh. Okay. Ghosts Or whatever they're
3: called. I don't know. Caramel (laughs) exanics. We can't call them ghosts because I'm a – no, because I will have hypos one day, you know, and so we'll see what that does, you know. And I know it's like when I originally bought into those projects, it was this is 100% het exanic, and that's kind of like a thing now. And then – this one is an exantic, but no, it's a het now. So it's like, okay. So I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. <laughs> so out of that right. clutch. But I'm kinda hoping some good stuff happens. So
1: we'll see. Right. Cool. Yeah, I was looking uh I I I didn't get to say this when we were talking about websites, but the uh, mm-hmm. the one thing that I do dig about your site is the uh FAQs. I like that. I thought that was a good idea. i would never seen something like that before. But, like, when I clicked on it, I was like, what is this, FAQs about Owen? Like, how does Owen like his drinks? <laughs> there something Owen, like that. L- something Owen curious. likes his drinks strong, Yeah, strong and to the point where he can't
3: taste the alcohol. Basically, I want to be surprised when I fall off the stool. So, <laughs> just for anybody who knows, you know, it's right. – um, the FAQs were a thing that actually my sister asked about. She's like, do you want to have a frequently asked questions?" I'm like, yeah. Because she was – the problem is that – and we had to get over that with, like, the first meeting. She was trying to take it as a – she's designed business websites before. So it was the, all right, how do we take – how do we streamline it for the customer where they can come in, do what they got to do, and get out? And I'm like, you can't because I don't want people to click on a button and be like, cool, I just bought a bread lie. Ship it to me. Like, no, no, no. You must talk to me first. So we kind of have to – I told her to streamline it to a point where they get to a certain point and they have to contact me. So there's that. Uh, But she said, we go, with sent an FAQs. I'm like, cool, we can do that. And we pretty much did that. It's just a way of that. You can kind of see how to prepare for it. And I think towards the end, I think one of them was like, um, like, will my Python love me or whatever the hell it was, but
1: it was like, no, what if I want to cuddle with my snake? We yeah. don't advise that. We do not advise <laughs> all that. Serious? We do not advise that.
2: <laughs> well, because, dude, it's like, you know.
1: May I boop the snoot? Do not poke it in the face.
2: Like, no. Oh, dude, that's so Stop awesome. torturing the animal. It's like, you know. That means that at
1: some point somebody asked you if they could cuddle with their snake all the goddamn time. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, man.
3: Can I hug it? Is it a good pet for my three-year-old?
1: Dude, that has to be a my, hamburg question. Is that a hamburg
2: of question? Ah, of course it is. I knew it. You know, it, it's like, dude. Like it, the constant question
3: I have is the um, is the I I want to share this with my younger child. And I want to build up this relationship with him and reptiles. I had snakes when I was his age. Would a carpet python be a great snake for him? And I have to pretty much say it might not be the best snake for what you're trying to do. There are right. other snakes out there that would fit that mold perfectly. Probably not a carpet python. Like, yeah, but snakes. I really want to breed. But I really want to breed jags. See, now you've changed your story on me. Do you want to breed jags, or do you want a pet for your three-year-old? And are you trying right. to kill two birds with one stone here? So it, yeah, yeah. Can I cohab? <laughs> can I cohab my ball python and my carbon python in the same tank? Do you have?
1: Do you have a cohab no. on there? Oh, okay. You no, no, co-hab. I don't.
3: I do. <laughs> I really <laughs> you do. You gotta. You gotta. Just because I don't recommend it at all, and you know, people will be like, "Hey, I do it all the time," and I like I'm saying this now, and I'll probably get an email tomorrow about somebody who goes, "I let my Sanzinia cohab with my retic all the time," and they're perfectly happy together. I'll be like what like you know right. it's yeah, yes yes you can they can live together but it only takes one really bad night or really bad day to and plus dude i don't like feeding with the same animals in the same cages because right. I've, numer- I've had numerous animals where they would bite wrap they both be wrapping and then one would start eating it and then the other one would lose the rat that's in its mouth and in its coils and start going for the rat that the other one has. I don't know why the other one's right in front of it, but it, no, if I'm going to feed my animals, I literally separate them and put them in different cages and then feed them.
1: Yeah. I never forget. I uh, actually, I was trying to breed at this point mm. and I was trying to breed. This was probably like maybe 2010, maybe. Felt like that so i had these i had a jag and i had a normal you know and i was breeding them together and um had them in the thing and i was going to feed them and i fed them and the normal bit the the jag
0: and mm-hmm. the
1: jag started turning blue because the thing was constricting <laughs> Jesus. it and i'm like what the hell so i quick have to pick up this ball of snake i run it to my bathtub <laughs> This is when I was in the Cold apartment. Water. I run it through the bathtub. Yep. I put the water on. The thing will not let go. So I'm like, oh, yep. my God, it's going to kill this jag. And back then, you know, that was kind of a big deal. Not that it's not a big deal now, but, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you, you're like, yet. oh, my God. So I'm like, this thing is – this the freaking snake was turning blue. I'm like, it's a oh, my God, this thing is ruined. No matter what happens, once the snake—even if I get the snake off of this thing—it's going to have brain took, damage. Oh wait, it took so the neuro, it took the neuro out, made uh, oh, it made him straight. Oh wow, gonna, it go. <laughs> It's like, oh, I feel like a new man. No, Damn, but I, I was able to get them off. Luckily, um, the water eventually. I—I uh, I pulled the shower head down and I just started spraying the head of the snake, and, and it let go. But that taught me that you do not feed it can be very, very dicey when it comes to feeding two snakes in the same enclosure. No, just no super, super dicey. So
3: I I would never do that. And you know, I, I, I tried doing it with like uh, my, my, my corn snakes are the worst offenders. Like I'm like, you guys are corn snakes. Here you go. And then the male's like, I finished my mouse. I want the half of one that's hanging out of her mouth. And I'm like, no. So it's like, 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 you guys are assholes. So, I, like, I will literally put them in um, uh, bins. Like, I have a bunch of bins that I use for hides, but they don't have holes right. drilled in them. And I'll put right. the snake in the bin, feed them, and then... So, like, all the snakes are in the same cage, but they're all separated and can't get at each other. That's the only right. way. And then after a couple hours, I'll let them all out again. But, no, dude. Feeding snakes in the same thing, is, you're asking for trouble. You know? Yeah. And... No, never do that.
1: Never. That's why I moved towards the uh, not feeding during, um, uh, what do you call it? Not feeding during breeding season.
3: I actually, I just warmed up and I fed everybody. And that was a task because I had to separate everybody, feed them, uh and then put them all back together, which was just annoying. But I like it because it gave me kind of a nice... Idea of what's going on because I did have a few females refuse food. Okay. So yeah, so I had uh, three carpets, my female white lip,
2: Ooh. and
3: two of my species of Madagascan hog refuse food. Well, that's good. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and yeah. and and this is kind of weird because I have a bunch of males that are going into shed right now. And I know okay. it's boys shed right as the female ovulates, right?
1: Yeah, that's sort of a thought. Yep.
3: Yeah. So, and one of them is the male stonewash.
1: Ah, nice. Mm. That'd be cool. We can would be get some hats out of that.
3: Um. Some. Uh. Do you know which female I put him with? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Some. Some. <laughs> Try 30.
1: So oh, boy. Like, You
3: know. All righty, yeah. then. There'll be a lot.
1: <laughs> so like, like, um, I'm just going to put these here, and you're <laughs> – I'm going I'm I'm to leave your 15 with you. <laughs> so yeah. the, what yeah. you can do with those. Like, um, I don't really want 15 of them. <laughs> it's too
2: late now.
1: <laughs> Thanks? Yeah. It's like, yeah uh, – 15, that's like a full clutch for me. I don't even I have know. to it's a, I, you... <laughs> <laughs> I just send the horse to you. Here you go. Breed that's it. fine.
3: It. It's, what do you think i do with Balin? Like, you know, I don't breed IJs. He
1: does it. and just sends me the right. stuff later. Right. Uh, oh. All right. Well, we're past the time now, so I guess. That's uh, enough. <laughs> yeah, that's enough for us tonight. Um, well, I'm glad that we made it happen. It's I <laughs> for sure it wasn't going to happen, but here we are. Got pretty dicey um, there for a moment. Yep. Yes. Um, So next week, um, I was talking to Rob today, and uh, we got some – we were working on a dream list. So, Owen, if you have a dream list of guests, you should send it to me so I can add it to the – I don't think there's pretty much anybody that we haven't talked to, and it always cracks me up. Everybody always asks, "Did you ever talk? Did you ever ask this person to be on the show?" Yes, uh, yes. It's in the archive. It's like, in 2015. And, no, no, no. Like they didn't come on, but people are asking. I'm right. like, they, yeah, we asked them in 2015. They, said no. they don't want Yeah. Um.
3: Also, if you're if you're having problems problems navigating the archive, just type in the guest's name and then uh, NPR or Morelia Python Radio. And Google will bring you right to where you got to be. Um, I had somebody looking for uh, Andrews. Um, yes. They contacted me today, too. Yes. Yep. I literally said type in his name plus NPR, and it pulled right up off the log talk. So, oh, there you go. you know, if you're having trouble navigating the archive, just Google it. It'll pop
1: right up. Right. So, awesome. yep. Um, trying to think what else. So yeah, I, I'm not sure what's lined up for next week. It's it's been tricky because I've been trying to like work on one guest at a time and try to nail it down. And I had some people lined up, but I I till I got a confirmation, it's like I don't want to go and start asking the next group of people. And then mm-hmm. for whatever reason they couldn't do it, so it's like oh shit. So now what? But um, yeah, I'm probably gonna go back to the the old way that I used to do it where I just like booked a whole bunch of basically a month in advance. So, um, smart. I was trying to get some, a lot of, um, Australian guests on, but, um, for whatever reason, some of them, uh, they weren't able to do it. Some of them didn't like talking in public, but so we'll just have to, uh, to talk them up, uh, mm-hmm. us talking them up and then maybe one gotcha. day they will. But, uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so there's that. Um, Let's see. What else do I got? So we're at Python com. at this point. I would not. Yeah. Our website is under construction and then it's going to be revamped. So stay tuned for that. Gave a little teaser um, of it tonight over on the chat. So you can check it out. Tell me what you think. And then slowly, but surely we'll work all the old stuff that we had over on the other one into this one. And, you know, go from there. Um, I'm trying to I'll probably add a blog to this one, too, so we can mm. add those uh, pick-of-the-week things to this, and that's where they can go to get it. Um, so, yeah, there's that. And as far as um, if you want to get in touch with us, info at com is the way to go. You can follow us on Facebook, and now we're on Instagram. Hooray. Uh, so... <laughs> So you can check us out there. Um, and KJ pointed
3: out to me that we were always on Instagram. We just never posted. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he sent me a Morelia on radio uh, Instagram, and I'm like, damn. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> apparently I guess we were I there. Made that,
1: I must have made that one night when I was drunk or something and don't remember <laughs> that I did it. Or, I, I don't know. But... Yeah, now now we're sort of posting to it, but I find yeah. Instagram a little more challenging to post, like, Morelia Python Radio content. It's much easier to do on Facebook. So we also have a Facebook page, and we're also on Twitter, which I never go to, to be honest. It just sort of automatically posts there. So, <laughs> so you, you can check out that as well. Um, yeah. And then for myself, com. And you can follow me on all the social media under ebmorelia.com. If you want to see what animals I have available, guess what? Go to my website. And you can see <laughs> what I have available. I do not post in Morph Market, I do not post on Fauna, and I don't post on Facebook. So, if you I want to see what like I have, like green eggs and ham, <laughs> like, yes, EBMorelia.com, EBMorelia.net, either one will take you to the availability page. <laughs> You'll be able to see what I have available. So, <laughs> if you're interested in citrus tiger hat albinos, like that crazy one that Riley has, and the couple it's that really I have. have to go, yes, <laughs> the website, EBMorelia.com.
2: And if you want to get in
1: contact with me, I would recommend sending an email to Eric at ebmorelia dot com. Go figure. So that's all I got.
3: Perfect. Um, for me, you can go to for me you can go to rogue reptilescom reptiles dot com. Uh, check all the stuff we have going on over there. Right now, the for sale page is up to date, uh, but that is going to be changing. I will not be attending uh, March Chin- Tinley park, but my animals will be, uh, they'll be with <laughs> shut up. They'll be with Andrew Llewellyn and Brian Waterloo. And, uh, so if you are interested in animal, they can always be delivered to Tinley park. Just get in touch with me before next. This coming up. not tomorrow. That's when everything's got to leave. Um, as far as everything else, nothing's going to get shipped out until we get some warmer weather out here, so that might take a while. Um, let me think. You can also go to Facebook.com, look up Rogue Reptiles, give us a like over there. Uh, you also go and follow us, follow me on Instagram, which is uh, McIntyre, my last name, M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E-O-J over at uh, Instagram. It's mostly just stuff with Rogue and my dog. That's all. So you can follow <laughs> me over there. Um, and, yeah, as far as shows coming up, I don't have anything right now uh, except for uh, my animals will be at Tinley Park. So uh, that's all we have for everybody tonight. We'll say thank you all for listening, and we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.